Dear Legal Ops, the podcast tackling tough topics impacting today's evolving legal operations community anonymously. This podcast is made for and by the Legal Ops community. So grab that glass of wine and get comfy as we share stories from the Legal Ops community aimed at digging deeper to find and release your inner brilliance, personally and professionally. Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Dear Legal Ops. I'm your sickly host, Tom Stevenson. On today's episode, we're chasing waterfalls with Lisa left out of Legal Ops I. Lopez and warming up a saucer of milk with Eartha Knowledge Management Kit. We'll dig deeper into the disconnect between law firms and corporate in-house legal teams when it comes to legal operations and let the cat out of the bag on the three main categories of knowledge management often seen for in-house legal teams. By working more collaboratively, law firms and in-house teams can share knowledge and expertise and adopt a client-centered approach to legal service delivery, allowing legal operations leaders to have more than nine lives. But first, grab that glass and get comfy as we dig deeper into Dear Legal Ops. Our first letter today comes from Lisa left out of Legal Ops I. Lopez a lady lost between the law firm and legal ops landscape. Our listener writes, Dear Legal Ops, I recently went to my law firm stakeholders and asked about changing my title from law firm administrator to legal operations manager. From the look on their crusty cataracts, you would have thought I was speaking to them in Cantonese. Why is there such a disconnect between law firms and corporate in-house legal teams when it comes to legal operations? And should I keep knocking on heaven's gate or make a mad dash for another company? Well, Lisa left out of Legal Ops I. Lopez. We're excited about this topic, but let me just address the elephant in the room here. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, your dear, fabulous Legal Ops host, she got knocked down by the influenza virus. So today, we're going to get deep, deep, deep into the conversation using this wonderful voice that may or may not come in and out. What we are going to guarantee is an enthralling and entrenching conversation on the differences between law firm and legal ops. Because for me personally, this is where I started my illustrious legal ops career, in those back, back, back trenches of the law firms. Yes, kids, you heard that right. We've all been there from those baby paralegals, legal assistants, case assistants, or a myriad of other legal professionals just showing up on those AMLAW front doors and saying, hey, I'm here. We're ready to knock out those billable hours. And as we were ushered through Law Firm 101 training, we learned the basics, how to use a typewriter to fill out the registered agent or secretary of state forms, how to work that damn dictation system to transcribe billable time from our senior partners, and once or twice, pushing the file cart around the office where that Redwell after Redwell were stacked in those drawers. (laughs) And I have no idea, but somehow they were embedded into the wall. You see, if we were channeling our inner share and turning back time 20 or more years ago, corporate legal operations departments did not exist. Think about that. The role and function of in-house legal operations was non-existent as a profession. We were more worried about whether the Y2K bug would be the end of our modern digital society. Turns out, we have much bigger fish to fry these days than worrying about how computer programs and data 
would distinguish the year 2000 from 1900. And if there was no professional path known as legal operations pre-Y2K, don't even get me started on some of the courses that were being taught in law school in the 90s. So where did that blend or crossover from law firm administration to legal operations start to grow its own legs? Well, according to one of our most dear and trusted influencers and paving the path for legal operations connoisseurs, Connie Brenton, and her book entitled Running Legal Like a Business, The Fundamentals of Legal Operations for Law Departments, during the early 2010s, law firms began to hire these pricing directors who, you know, ultimately in turn staffed their teams to set and manage budgets, structure non-hourly billable arrangements, and think about billing and the way data to predict matter costs and aid negotiation. And a little DLO plug here. Hey girl, hey Connie, what's up? For those looking to snuggle up with 200 pages of legal operations management, make sure to go online and check out her textbook. But think about it. Law firms existed some 200 years before corporate law departments emerged as a force. Thankfully, in 2023, that is no longer the case. So I'm putting this letter from Lisa feeling left out of Legal Ops Lopez in air quotes because legal operations at law firms, they have been and continue to this day be a ubiquitous within law firm administration. And just like it sounds, a law firm administrator is tasked with everything needed to manage the business side of a law firm. You know, this includes running those marketing meetings, meeting with those clients, finances, hiring, staff management. I mean, it sounds a bit like legal operations, but with way more administrative duties, right? So fast forward to the year of TikTok, George Santos, and Kitara Ravachi, and Bitcoin. Look, where does legal operations and law firms stand? While both fields share many similarities, there are also several key differences that distinguish one from the other. I think it's really important that we educate and understand the differences between the two because legal operations for an in-house team can often look like law firm administration, but buyer beware, these seasoned professions are focused on the law firm side with external clients. That means that their legal, billing, and priority initiatives support the managing partner to ensure that best possible services to the clients are met so they don't lose their book of business. Once again, law firm administration is really focused on managing the delivery of legal services to clients. So now that we've gotten, you know, down and dirty with the law firms, let's hop back over to the House of Dear Legal Ops side and talk about some of those key similarities and differences between corporate in-house legal operations and that law firm life. As we discussed on episode four, entitled Legal Ops 101 and Shady Suppliers, from our riveting writer, TLDR Tina from Cliffs Notes, California, corporate in-house legal operations is focused on the internal needs of the company by using data-driven decisions to support the people, payment, process, and technology operations of a business and its legal team. This includes responsibilities such as, you know, managing the corporate legal budget, managing the legal staff, 
ensuring that the corporation is really in compliance with all the relevant laws and regulation. And look, we've preached over and over from the pulpit, hallelujah, that legal operations is running legal like a business. This means that legal operations professionals for an in-house corporation, look y'all, we know it. They're tasked and responsible with ensuring that the corporation's legal needs are being met in the most cost-effective and efficient manner possible. So are you starting to see the differences and similarities between law firm administration and in-house legal operations? What we are trying to do to highlight the differences in TLDR style is within a corporate legal operations function, they're tasked with two main things, managing the legal budget, as well as ensuring that the corporation is in compliance with all relevant laws and regulations. That's a huge differentiation between law firms where they're mainly focused on the delivery of legal services. Today's legal operations leaders continue to place pressure on law firms to deliver competitive pricing and better services. I know you're getting all that pushback, especially if you tuned into our last episode talking about billing guidelines and timekeeper rate increases. In response, law firms are striving to maximize their resources so they can do more with less. It's our hope that we start to see more law firms adopt this mindset in 2023, because ultimately, aren't both sides of the equation looking to reduce costs, automate processes, and drive greater efficiencies? I know, the legal profession is constantly evolving, and one of the most significant changes in recent years has been the increased focus on corporate in-house legal operations. This shift has led to many law firms embracing and incorporating corporate in-house legal operations pillars into their own operations, and we see it all day long. They're trying to stay competitive and meet the challenging needs of their clients. But where do we go from here and bridge the gap? Well, Lisa, one thing is for sure. Law firms can incorporate corporate in-house legal operations pillars by implementing technology and process-oriented approaches to the way they manage legal service delivery models. This can include the use of legal project management, legal process outsourcing, and legal technology to streamline and automate legal workflows. Law firms can adapt the use of data and analytics just like we do every day in legal operations to improve their understanding of their clients' legal needs and to identify areas for improvement and cost savings. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. We may not be able to see the Venn diagram that specifically shows where law firm administration and corporate in-house legal operations overlaps. But it's our goal here at Dear Legal Operations to continue to educate and inspire the next generation of legal operations professionals to evolve. And in doing so, I hope we see more collaboration and alignment between law firms and corporate in-house legal operations. I saw this firsthand at ILTACON 2022 last year when Carl Morrison and I presented to a packed house of over 150 law firm professionals on legal operations and law firms. You see, more often than not, we should be focusing on our similarities and not just our differences. Aren't both sectors looking to adopt technology and process-oriented approaches, strategic approach to client services, and focusing on internal operations to stay competitive and meet the challenging needs of the business? I often see this when we get a lot of our law firm vendors together to come over to the corporate in-house side. 
By working more collaboratively, law firms and in-house legal operations can share knowledge and expertise, jointly manage projects, provide training and development opportunities, conduct research. I mean, the list goes on and on. But I think where we can find really great similarities is by adopting a client-centered approach to the legal service delivery. And if we can start making great strides by reaching out to the other side of the aisle, think of the innovation it can have on the legal profession as a whole. This episode is made possible by our sponsor, Legal.io. Legal.io is the fastest growing community and marketplace for legal talent. Legal.io connects legal professionals to resources and opportunities at the world's leading in-house departments and firms. Legal.io is the launchpad for legal careers, matching legal ops professionals, attorneys, paralegals, and so many other legal professionals at some of the world's most exciting companies with a level of precision that only a data-driven, vertical-specific marketplace can provide. Supported by significant investors like Tiger Global, Legal.io is redefining the legal workspace. If you want to learn about the enterprise marketplace solution for legal talent, access salary surveys with compensation data as unique as you, and join their vibrant in-house legal community, visit www.legal.io. That's L-E-G-A-L .io. Legal.io, your gateway to a global legal talent marketplace designed with the legal operations community in mind. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Our second letter today comes from a knowledgeable kitten about to lose her cool. Eartha Knowledge Management Kit writes, Dear Legal Ops, how do you manage all of your documents within a legal department? Like the age-old debate of iPhone versus Android, we have some very strong opinions on what document management system to use. Some won't touch Google, while others refuse to work outside of a collaborative real-time document with tagging capabilities. I'm about to have a conniption and lose my damn mind. But when clawing through the best practices for knowledge management, there seems to be a lack of technology tools and best practices. Help, can you explain knowledge management and how to drive adoption within an in-house legal team? Oh, Eartha, meow. You see, the importance of capturing knowledge management for legal departments within an organization cannot be overstated. For those pesky cool cats and kittens, we understand that today's fast-paced and highly competitive business environment, we've often heard from our attorneys or leadership teams that an in-house team must be able to quickly and effectively access and utilize the knowledge and expertise in order to remain competitive and land on four legs. I'm gonna stop right there and say that's cute and all, but honestly, what the f is knowledge management as it relates to in-house legal teams? 
Don't most of us work in siloed practice groups with some on Google while others are very adamant that Dropbox is more secure? You see, there is no one-size-fits-all systematic and organized approach to knowledge management, much like searching for that saucer of milk. Legal ops professionals have long asked for a unified way of capturing, storing, and disseminating valuable information in a way that is easily accessible and useful to the business units within your organization. Don't worry, I'll let y'all drop a shot of Jameson in your Guinness as you try and find that lucky knowledge management charms. The disconnect between the need for knowledge management and the technology and tools available for in-house legal teams, it's a significant issue that has been exasperated by the rapid pace of technological advancement in recent years. I know, I know, we have no idea how to properly and adequately define knowledge management, but yet we're often told that it's crucial for in-house legal teams to be effective and manage the vast amount of information they're responsible for. But in reality, many legal teams struggle to find technology and tools that are appropriate for their knowledge management needs. <laughs> what I find most interesting about this space is there is no single technology solution for knowledge management. I did a lot of research on this. From Legal Technology Hub to going to Clock's website, there is no practical way to implement an all-inclusive, single-sourced knowledge management technology stack as a single separate system. You see, one major problem is that most knowledge management tools are geared towards larger, more established legal teams and are not well-suited for the unique needs of the in-house legal teams. For example, Many knowledge management tools are focused on document management and sharing, which, yes, is important for larger teams. But let's be honest, kids. It's not necessarily the primary concern for in-house teams, as we know far too often the business is concerned with either CLM, spend management, or managing risk. For example, many knowledge management tools are focused on document management and sharing, which is important for legal teams. But... Let's be honest, kids. It's not necessarily the primary concern for in-house teams. As we know far too often, the business, you know, they're concerned with that CLM, spend management, or even managing risk. Another issue that many legal teams are constrained by is that dollar dollar make you holla. It's that budget and resource limitations, especially in today's economic uncertainty. And it can often be difficult to invest in new technologies and tools. Hello, change management. This can lead to a lack of access to the most advanced and effective knowledge management tools, which ultimately further hamper their ability to effectively manage the information. So children, I'm here to let you know I am just as frustrated as you are. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? And can she find us a suitable knowledge management system to address that mysterious disconnect between the need for knowledge management and the technology and tools available for in-house legal teams? First, let's back, back, back it up and break it down for my aunties in the back. One common misconception of knowledge management is that knowledge management and information governance are the same. Child, don't even get me started on whomever started this inaccurate impression. If I find this group of individuals, I'm gonna add you to that Dear Legal Ops burn book. So let's set the record straight. Knowledge management is not information governance, which establishes an accountability framework to ensure risk information behavior in the evaluation, 
creation, use, storage, and heck, even in the deletion and protection of information. Another tidbit, knowledge management also does not overlap with records management. It is not your records manager. That person enables the enforcement of policies and rules for the retention and disposition of required content. That is totally separate from knowledge management. Knowledge management should also not be confused with workload strategy, which identifies critical opportunities to reallocate, automate, or offload work to lower cost resources. So what is knowledge management? Well, for one, knowledge management may be used to upskill some staff or equip them with more specialized work so that in some respects, they can actually function as a tool to facilitate workload strategy. But listen, as I stand loud and proud and preach from the knowledge management pulpit, Knowledge management is not synonymous with a specific technology application or solution. You hear it here all the time. A technology application may expand the ability to manage one or two particular types of knowledge, but as we often say here in the House of Dear Legal Ops, you can't purchase a technology and press the play button, expecting it to solve all your problems. So how can we break down knowledge management in true Dear Legal Ops TLDR fashion? I'm glad you asked. Let's talk about the three main categories of knowledge management often seen for in-house legal teams. One, people are team-based. Two, subject matter or content-based. And three, just like the game, operational. People-based knowledge management is focused on managing the knowledge and expertise of individuals within an organization. So as we talk about this type of knowledge management, it's important because it allows the organization to identify and leverage the expertise of your employees. So ultimately, it can lead to improved performance and decision-making. So what are some examples of this people or team-based knowledge management? Well, think of maybe implementing a mentoring program where experienced attorneys or legal professionals mentor and share their knowledge and expertise with others. Another example is creating a culture of knowledge sharing where legal team members are encouraged to share their knowledge and expertise with each other through regular meetings, training sessions, heck, even knowledge sharing platforms that may just be embedded onto your company's intranet. Two, content-based knowledge. This content-based knowledge is, I think, one of the most important of the three because it focuses on managing the information and data that is generated and used to help your business drive results. Child, it is getting dry up in here, and it's not just because I'm sick. So let's spice it up a little bit. Think about it. Content-based knowledge. This type of knowledge is important because it allows for your legal team to effectively and efficiently manage that vast amount of information that's generated and used on a daily basis. How many times have you been like, where is that document? And how can I access it quickly? Because my boss wants me to answer a question within two minutes. Well, that's where this content-based knowledge really comes into play and I think is important because, you see, it goes back to our discussion earlier within technology. Maybe you can utilize your Google Drive, SharePoint, or implement a technology solution such as iManage or NetDocuments to allow your legal team members to easily access and share important documents. And we're talking here about playbooks for contract negotiations, templates for legal pleadings, even those guidance documents for new employees. 
So we have people-based knowledge management as the first pillar, content-based knowledge management for the second pillar. And finally, yes, you didn't think that we would leave operational-based knowledge out for our dear legal ops leaders. See, operational-based knowledge is focused on managing the process and procedures that are used within your company. This type of knowledge management is important because it allows for your legal team to streamline their processes and procedures. So when we talk about operational-based knowledge management, we're really talking about your legal ops rock star who maybe, you know, took it upon themselves to become Lean Sigma Six and come to you with an idea on how to streamline and improve those processes. You know, document review, contract negotiation, or maybe even legal research. Another example that we see often with operational-based knowledge is using knowledge management systems like we mentioned earlier. But what's different is that these ones are sharing and capturing information such as timelines, budgets, resource allocation, which ultimately allows you as a legal operations leader to better manage and optimize your overall department productivity. What we're looking for here is to capture knowledge related to these policies, processes, and data, including materials describing how tasks are conducted, especially your trainings. Look, we get it. This is a sticky situation without a clearly defined answer to the age-old question, what is knowledge management for in-house legal teams? But Eartha, Knowledge Management Kit, we're purring up over here and letting you know that it's important to remember that legal operations is sitting in the driver's seat down a highway in an age of innovation. So don't just stop and lick your paws thinking that there's going to be a one-stop shop technology solution to fix all your knowledge management worries. Maybe the path forward is right in front of you. At the end of the day, all of us legal ops leaders want to bridge the gap between the lack of technology for knowledge management and the need to capture, store, and distribute information to improve efficiency for legal teams to support the business. But Hanny, it's a complex challenge. However, by getting creative and thinking outside the box, legal teams can find effective solutions that meet their specific needs. By leveraging the expertise of employees, effectively managing the vast amount of information that is generated and used, and streamline those processes and procedures, you can go and be that legal ops superstar and achieve a significant competitive advantage when it comes to knowledge management without looking for a purchase and play solution. Now, Meow, I wanna thank Lisa left out of legal ops, I Lopez and Miss Eartha Knowledge Management Kit for writing in with some topics that continue to push the envelope within our legal operations space. You see, much like progressing in our legal operations career, it becomes increasingly important to bridge the gap between whether we are talking about the law firm and corporate divide, or if we're really talking about sharing knowledge and information between different teams. But a common denominator with these two is collaboration. And hopefully by sharing information and reaching out to the other side, individuals can gain new perspectives, improve their skills, and ultimately accelerate our rapidly growing profession. I often think of these gray area topics, much like building a strong network of contacts in our various industries. By connecting with others and sharing information, like playing a game of operation, individuals can learn about new trends, technologies, and best practices 
that can help them stay competitive in their field. At the end of the day, bridging the information gap and sharing information is essential for navigating your career. By connecting with others, gaining new perspectives, and staying informed about the latest developments in our rapidly growing field, it is our hope here at Dear Legal Ops that our listeners can take that next step to achieve their goals, personally and professionally. For more Dear Legal Ops content, make sure to follow us on all social media using the handle at Dear Legal Ops. Have a tough legal ops topic you want us to tackle? Share your legal ops stories with us at dearlegalops.com slash submit for a chance to be featured on the show. Dear Legal Ops is produced by Red Rock Music. As always, I'm your host, Tom Stevenson. Until next time.